0: hello everybody welcome back to ordinary people and extraordinary lives my name is lance bain welcome to episode 155 of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of god while living leading and overcoming life's everyday challenges hey i hope you're doing well friends there's a lot going on in the world that weighs heavy on our hearts but i hope you're doing well i really appreciate you taking some more time out of your week for us to spend it together, talking about leadership. If you want to know more about me, check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B, as in boy, A-N-E.com. You can communicate with me through the website. You can also check out many of the other resources that are there. And please would you consider leaving a review wherever you may be listening and also sharing this with your friends. Hey, today I want to talk about maximizing big moments, maximizing big moments. And I want to talk about this because I had some big moments this weekend. I was able to. My son and I were able to spend with uh, some great friends. We were able to spend Friday night, all day Saturday, and a portion of our Sunday with some young professionals and just spent some time together talking about issues of life and, and leadership and, and journey and growth. And It was just a, such an amazing time, and I thought, you know, I've had some big moments in my life, but how do I actually integrate those moments into my life where they become more than just moments, but they actually produce momentum in your life. And moments can become movements with momentum and can, can really lead to some powerful, joyful, um, life trajectory changing moments. And I love that because for you as a leader, the organization you lead, you're going to have some big moments you personally are going to have some big moments so how do we see those moments generate into momentum let's talk about that today I want to share with you six suggestions for maximizing big moments. Six suggestions for maximizing big moments. And as I say, you've had some big moments. I've had some big moments. And even big moments can be negative. They can be painful big moments. You, you, you want to learn from these moments and you want them to to produce health and growth and life and and not just be a memory, you know, of remember the good old days, but really seeing these big moments. How do you maximize them for momentum and movement? How do you maximize them to really see growth in health and life, in your own life, in the life of those you lead, in whatever your ministry or organization or circle of friends may be. and So it doesn't matter if you have a title as a leader, big L leader, little L leader, or you don't have a title at all. No, you're listening to this podcast, and you recognize you're having some some really great moments, and you want to know, how do I maximize those so that they produce a sustained and consistent positive change, in my life. All right. So here is suggestion. Number one, reflect. You need to reflect. Reflect is so powerful because when you get caught up in the big moments, you're enjoying the big moment. And oftentimes because there's so much joy and excitement in the big moments, we don't actually pause to think about what was the real purpose of the big moment. What created the big moment? What what happened in the big moment? What are the deeper things that the big moment is touching in my heart and in my life or in our organization and you need to take some time to reflect and you could do this i would suggest a a couple of ways one is journaling whether you want to do a typing digital journal or you want to old school pen and paper journal which i would recommend Um, I would encourage you to really journal because it's going to allow you to process. It's going to really facilitate you getting some of the details out that may be easy to overlook or easy to forget, to get them out in a place where you can go back and read and meditate, reflect upon. And when you do that, you start to see patterns, you recognize values, you see big moments, you see the kind of things that can really add value to your own life and to the organization. So journaling is a great way to reflect also is sharing, just sitting with people, your team, important friends, important loved ones, and just sharing, hey, let me tell you about this weekend or this moment, this big moment in my life I want to share it with you because I want a moment to become momentum. And so sharing, just verbally processing and journaling, and, and depending on what kind of processor you are, may determine which aspect of this reflect suggestion you really engage I'm a verbal processor, so I love sharing with people. I have other friends that are more internal processors. They like to go away in quietness and think. They like to write and sort of put some thoughts out on paper. One's not better than the other. I would actually recommend that you have a a mixture of both, but these are two great ways that you can just take some time after the big moment, reflect, and really begin to glean from it. Second suggestion is to celebrate. Big moments are worth celebrating. Hey, if you need to, go to the store and buy a couple of balloons and uh, treat yourself to a a small kind of treat, maybe your favorite cookie, your favorite dessert, your favorite coffee shop. Do this with some friends. Celebrate the big moment. It's a big moment, and it's worth celebrating. And what you celebrate, you begin to reproduce Your body wants those feelings, those endorphins, those hormones pumping through your system and you feel happy, you feel excited, you have clarity, you have energy because you're celebrating big moments. As a leader, rally your team around big moments. Rally your small group around big moments. Rally your friends and family around big moments and celebrate. Give thanks, have a party, you know, just give yourself permission to feel good and to pause in that moment and celebrate. You know, I hear this from athletes a lot on television. They win a big game in a series of of some kind. and They say, you know, we're going to celebrate tonight, but tomorrow we're going to get right back to work. We've got more to do. Yeah, it's that. Take some time to celebrate. As leaders, sometimes we challenge that because we already see what's next. (laughs) We're already thinking three or four things down the road, and we don't take time to celebrate. I remember I was talking to one of my staff members one day and we were talking about moving forward with some things and what needs to be done and I love their courage and their honesty because they came in to my office and they said, hey, before we start talking about everything that needs to get done, can we celebrate what got done last week? And that celebration produced so much energy and juice for them that they could then begin to tackle what's next with excitement, anticipation, and a real energy to get it done. So second suggestion for maximizing big moments is to celebrate. Celebrate. Let me just make one more comment about celebration. Uh, Be specific in your celebration. Try not to be too generic in it. Sometimes a generic celebration is, is best for the moment, but the more specific you can be, it really helps your team recognize that you're paying attention as a leader to the detail work, to the level of work, to the level of involvement and commitment that has been given to a particular thing that allows for everyone to really maximize the big moment. Okay, suggestion number three for maximizing big moments is to adjust you've reflected, you're writing, you're sharing, you're gaining some clarity, you're discovering some values, you're experiencing and gaining insight into some of the deeper reasons as to why this was a big moment for you. It wasn't just like, hey, this was fun and we accomplished a goal, but it, it touched something deeper inside of you. The third suggestion is to adjust. And that's really answering this question. How does this big moment Influence my heart, which is about my character, my passions, my desires? How does this big moment influence my hands, my skill set, the the ability to do things? To, because a fundamental part of leadership is you're doing things, you're getting stuff done. And you want to be competent, you want to be efficient, you want to be effective, you want to lead smarter, not just lead harder. And adjustment also means how does this moment influence? My head, my knowledge, my competency, what what I understand, what, what did I learn. and Adjustment is making adjustments in the heart, the hands, and the head. These three areas of leadership that we often talk about. The head is about what do I know about leadership. The heart is the place where your emotions, your passions, your character sits. And then your hands is the execution of leadership, actually getting things done. Adjustment is going to look at these three areas, big moments. You want to turn them from a moment to a momentum. You usually have to make some kind of adjustment. Something needs to change. And there are often little changes, subtle changes, little things that you know you're going to do. Once in a while, I've 30 years there's been a big overhaul change, but most of the time it's in the details. And the adjustment is so important because this involves change. change change is not always something that we want to uh, participate in but as leaders you're fundamentally going to bring change you want to be the kind of leader that people can follow because you don't let people stay in the status quo and leveraging maximizing big moments into sustained momentum means that you have to bring some change and introduce it into your environment into your life into your team and change is going to involve challenging things and introducing new concepts, new ideas, new practices, new expectations. Let the change produce challenge and let the challenge really call you up higher. This is the where the rubber begins to meet the road and maximizing big moments to sustained momentum. Suggestion number 4 is to be patient. Man, I'm kind of impatient sometimes when it comes to maximizing change because I want things to happen right away and I want the adjustments to bear fruit right away and oftentimes you got to be patient and I would really encourage you in this idea because change takes time. It produces a challenge. People have to see the challenge. They're going to process the challenge. You'll have some early adopters in the change. You'll have some late adopters in the change. Who are your key influencers that need to buy into the change quickly? The majority of your group is not going to buy in early. They're going to be on the upper side of the bell curve and even the downside of the bell curve. So you've got to be patient. And this is about being consistent It's about continuing to motivate, ask good questions, help people understand what do they need to begin to embrace the change. You want to go from a maximized big moment to sustained big momentum. Make the adjustments and be patient while the adjustments begin to find the soil and they begin to take root and you'll actually begin to see this transition from moment to momentum. Momentum. Here is suggestion number five: solicit encouraging accountability. Solicit, go after <laughs> encouraging accountability. You know, you may need to set some new goals, and uh, you need to prune off some behaviors, some mindsets, some practices. You you may need to see uh, be an instrument of pruning, even in your own team and what's happening in your small group or your leadership team, and you you, you kind of get aware of pruning, and you also recognize that. You know, we need to make some new changes and adopt some new mindsets and some new behaviors. We're introducing some new software, some new systems, some some new applications, some new ways that we're going to get things done. And as we just said in the previous suggestion, these are the adjustments, and, and you got to be patient in that. But what you want to do is also solicit some encouraging accountability and basically saying, Invite a cheerleader to stand on the sideline of your life, you know, like two bits, four bits, six bits a dollar, all for change. Stand up and holler! Like, invite these cheerleaders into your life. These people that are going to ask you some good, pointed, specific questions, and they're going to smile at you and and laugh with you, and they're also going to challenge you. Because, as one author says, and challenge is the crucible for greatness. I love that challenges the crucible for greatness. It's a quote from a book called The Truth About Leadership, the no fads and hearing the truth about leadership, the heart of the matter, facts you need to know. It's written by James Kuzis and Barry Posner. It's a book I'm reading now for a class I'm in. And I just love the idea of developing and soliciting, encouraging accountability. You want people to champion you, but you also want them to hold you accountable and to challenge you when you need it. So go after that. Maybe it's another leader, another department leader, or someone else in your small group, or someone else in your ministry. Maybe it's a friend, your spouse. Ask them and say, hey, I had some big moments over the weekend. I had a big moment last week in a staff meeting, and I really want to see that moment transition into momentum in my life and into our organization. And to do that, I'm making some adjustments, and I'm being real patient with that. But I recognize what I need is uh, someone to bring encouraging accountability. Would you do that for me? Define encouragement and define accountability. It's very important to do those two things because your working definition of encouragement and accountability may not be their working definition of encouragement and accountability. And when they start working on their definition and it doesn't line up with yours, then you don't feel like you're getting encouraging accountability. You feel like you're getting something else. So you want to make sure you're on the same page with what you mean by encouragement and by accountability. And I would really, you know, exhort you, admonish you to really think about how you can make this a natural part of your culture, where this happens not just in, in, in intuitively, but it happens intentionally. You really make it a part of your living culture. Here's suggestion number six. You want to do this with a friend. When you're maximizing a moment and you're wanting to turn this big moment into a sustained momentum, do it with a friend. And maybe this friend is the encouraging accountability. Maybe it's not. Maybe your encouraging accountability person is someone higher up in the organization. Maybe it's your overseer or your boss or something like that. But maybe maybe that's not the person you want to have as a friend. Maybe you want to do this with someone else where you can... You can ask the kind of questions and have the kind of laughs and have the kind of tears that aren't going to reflect on your performance. So it's a place where maybe you can you can take off the, the work hat or the ministry hat or the, the leadership hat, and you can just say, hey, I'm a human being, and I'm really wanting to grow in my life, and I'm looking for a friend that wants to grow as well. And they discover their big moment, and you identify your big moment, and just sit down and say, hey, I listened to a podcast the other day where this guy was talking about Six suggestions for how we can maximize big moments into sustained momentum in our life, and do it with a friend. And so you're both holding each other accountable and, and really encouraging, and and uh, just positively. Um, b- b- speaking into one another and and doing this together about reflecting and maybe you'll go to the park together or go for a hike together and over a beautiful view you begin to reflect and you begin to celebrate maybe it's actually what you do you have a Friday night dinner that's only purpose is to celebrate the big moment and to talk about why it was a big moment and how did that big moment make a big impact so you can have sustained momentum. I love this stuff. I love these six suggestions because I had a big moment weekend. And I don't want it just to be a memory. I want it to create momentum in my life. So I'm doing these same six things, same six suggestions that I'm giving to you today, friends. So hope this is helpful for you. Six suggestions for how to maximize big moments. Thanks for listening again to another week of our little podcast (laughs) designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. This is episode 155. Again, it would count it a great honor if you share this with your friends and leave a review wherever you may be listening. It will help our podcast get some more attention and maybe be picked up and we could recruit some new listeners. Share this with your friends. All right. Hey, everybody, stay hopeful this week and uh, stay healthy and uh, stay positive. And I look forward to talking to you again next week.